Welcome to the All Blue Giants Podcast with your host, Aiden Nolan, talking all things New York Giants football. Walk in your trap, take over your trap. And that has been the story of the New York Football Giants this postseason. Uh, we've heard, uh, if you guys have been following, we've heard a lot of that song played in the Giants locker room when they beat an opposing team away. They play that specific song, and, you know, we see Hodgins on his live stream. He was playing that after we beat the Vikings, and here we are, you know, in somewhat familiar territory, going against the one seed, away, seven-and-a-half-point underdogs. Where have we seen this before? We've seen this one in 2007. Dallas was the one seed. Dallas swept the Giants in the regular season, and Dallas was a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. And guess what? The New York football Giants got it done. Jerry Jones didn't help that cause either. He put tickets on every single one of those Giants players saying, we'll see y'all in the Super Bowl. Or not see y'all, but you, you guys will be there. Don't worry. So, you know, it's just, it can happen. And, uh... Coming on this podcast again without my co-host. All good. I'm sure he's listening in that disgusting city of Philadelphia. But here we go. Divisional opponent. Definitely top one teams I hate in the NFL is the Philadelphia field goal, Eagles. Field goals. Yes, we did lose to a few field goals this year. But uh, this is not a preview pod or a breakdown. I'll give a few breakdown. But this is kind of a hype uh, podcast, you know. We're getting ready to beat them Saturday eight fifteen. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be something. And and, and this is story of this Giants team. You know everyone's getting hyped. Today is currently Thursday, January nineteenth, and videos coming out. Daniel Jones doing the gritty, breaking down practice. The defense getting hype, playing that very song. And you know we're locked in. We're locked in. We're ready. And, you know, the last last time we played them, I don't really count the season finale as a as us actually playing them. Obviously, we rested our starters. It was a closer game. I'm not going to go in-depth on that. that the, the game I really want to go in-depth is the Week 14 matchup between the Giants and Philly at New York. That game, 48-22. You know, that, at the time, Philly was 12-1. We were 7-5-1 after that game. But it really didn't have that much of a story because everyone sees that score and they say, what happened? You know, Giants are bad, blah, blah, blah. You know, that will definitely be a stepping stone for this Saturday. And I really think if you take a look at it, there's a lot of things that you say, hey, the score may be bad, but I don't know. This didn't look, it did not look that bad, but. Before we get into it, you know, make sure to follow our Twitter account if you haven't at All Blue Giants Podcast. All Blue Giants, All Blue Podcast. Um, we're there at all times, always responding. Uh, at All Blue Giants, we are verified on Twitter. Take a look at that. We we got verified. Um, so make sure you go follow that, and you know. 
it's gonna be something. Everyone's picking Philly. There's no question about it. Every every expert, quote unquote, analyst, blah blah blah. It don't matter what they think. It does not matter what they think because I think we got it. You know, obviously you're going in there with a lot of confidence. I'm going in there with a lot of confidence because hey, we exceeded expectations by so much, and it's not impossible to win the whole thing. It's not. Eight teams left. We're one of them. We got a shot. There's no there's, you. There's, you can't tell someone you don't have a shot because we have a shot. We have a chance, and I'm gonna take that opportunity. When you hate a team so much, that should give you enough enough juice. That's how I see. It. You know, I, I was on a team as well. When you hate a certain team so much, you're gonna do it the whole week. You're just thinking, you know, this is our rival. One of our rivals. I hate this team a lot, and that already gives you fuel. Like that prac, those practices leading up to that game gets you pumped, gets you dialed. It's almost like after the week's over, you guys are ready to run through a wall, and you know you're already trying to run through a wall. But you know it makes you pumped, it makes you fired up, and I think this is what the this Giants team is just ready. You know, so far injury report. Is looking okay. No one's out. No one's doubtful. The only person is Azizo Jalari. He is questionable after coming out of the game last week. Um, and you know we really need him. Really, really need him. And I really hope that he he's okay because you know you always want one of one of these players to play, but. The thing is, are you gonna? Is he a hundred percent? Because yes, we could play him seventy five percent, but is that really gonna benefit us having a seventy five percent player? I get this is win or go home, but I need Aziz to give us a hundred and ten percent because I, I can't. I can't have you know. You can't have an injured player, not injured, but banged up player, not going a hundred percent, you're not winning that football game, I'll tell you that. Or he's not making an impact on that side of the ball during those snaps that he's on. So I'm sure Aziz will be ready though. I am a hundred percent sure Aziz is a dog, of course, Georgia dog. But I think he'll be fine. And I think we'll be prepared for this game. I'm extremely hype. I know Angela is I know our Twitter is I've been on Twitter. I've been on Instagram. Everybody is indeed hype. We're all hype and we're just waiting for Saturday eight fifteen. And I do think that the New York Giants will create an upset. You heard it here, right here first. Danny over three hundred passing. Nah, we'll see. We'll see. All you can do is see. Uh, most hype. I've been for a game in a while, and and look, I haven't watched Giants games like that. You know, the last two Super Bowl runs, I was way too little to even you know be be part of that. I really started following them, I would say, 15, 2015. You know, I, I've been, I'm obviously a Giants fan my whole life, but haven't really sat down and watched each every game most of the time. You know, I remember 2016 losing that game. Uh, not that clearly, but I do. I, sometimes I go back to it and I watch it again. Uh, you know, obviously, as I gotten older now, I'm locked in. I'm locked in, uh, uh, you know, watching every single game, don't matter what going on, got to watch the game, got to be there, got to have my, my, my third down ringing. And that's just how it is. 
And uh, this is probably the biggest game. You know, I've witnessed the 2017 Giants collapse after making the playoffs. That 2018 season wasn't much better. Drafting Daniel Jones sixth, the amount of hate everyone got for that. Watching, watching, I'd say that Bucks game was fun. That that first Bucks game, the when he came in, that was fun. But there was nothing really meaningful the rest of the year. You know, we went like two and eight. Once we got to that point, then the season was pretty much over. We started two and two, and we went downhill right from there. But you know, twenty twenty, Saquon ACL tear. You know, a whole lot of mumbo jumbo and uh, not good. So I say that, you know, last week it was fun getting revenge. But you know what will be more fun than getting revenge is getting twice as much of revenge and on a divisional opponent who's in the win seed. Everyone suspects to win this game. Well, guess what? I think the New York Giants can beat these Philly Eagles and nothing more I want more. Nothing else I want more. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But Getting ahead of myself, getting hyped up. I am pumped up. It's Thursday. I don't care. I want it to be the game tomorrow and, you know, 24 hours away. So, you know, I have some insight on how Philly's, how Philly's reacting to it. Philly thinks they're going to roll us over. Philly does not even know what's about to happen. And, you know, I think we can keep this game close. I think we could potentially win this game. I think the level, we're getting hot at the right time. And that's what you need. That's that's the key thing about football. Can you get hot at the right time? Philly, end of the season, they beat us by six. Our second and third stringers, yes. Hurts looks a little, you know, his with his, his shoulder. We don't know what's going to happen there. Obviously, a strong team all around. Great running game, rushing game. Insane defense. You know, great receiving core, but hey. We got some pieces back that definitely will help us out in the long run now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take it back. And we're going to go over that Week 14 matchup. The Eagles also have 70 sacks this season. Insane. Between Hassan Reddick, Josh Schwett, Brandon Graham, Javon Hargrove, Fletcher Cox, all of them, 70 combined sacks. And, you know, I'm an offensive-minded guy. You know, that's just how I played offense. Offense kind of guy. Definitely will touch on the defense as well. But I'm going to start off with our offense and their defense. They run mostly two high safeties. Um, I've, I watched a few of their film. They they love doing that. The only time that they don't is on big third and fourth downs. We saw uh, 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 like five down linemen. Sometimes the, the surprise pressure. Uh, one, it was I think third down and three or fourth down and three. Giants ran bunch right. Uh, so they had Slayton, I think Hodgins, and I'm not sure who the other receiver was uh, at the time. But it was bunch right. And usually defending bunch, there's def- there's a hundred different ways. You could have your point man on the receiving point, and you have a corner about five yards off on the inside and a corner five yards off on the outside, really defending, kind of manned up on each one. Another time, you could have somebody deep on the point, man, somebody shallow left, somebody shallow right, and, and you know, you play it from there. Philly had a point, man, kind of off-center. If Slayton's the point, man, kind of off-center to the left, matched up, and they had the two other corners kind of like deep, like 10 yards 
and another one to the left of him about eight yards. So they're playing really deep. It's fourth and eight, I think. It was fourth and eight. I I don't think they were 10 yards. Maybe they were around seven, but they were not deep at all. And they set the point, man, on a blitz. There was five down linemen already to edge the 3D linemen. So they sent him off the bat. That safety, that deep safety, they were in cover two at the time. Or not cover two, but they had two deep safeties. He dropped down, and they covered They covered it. They didn't cover it insanely, but they sent the pressure. And that was the big thing with that game was we had Andrew Thomas, Nick Gates was playing left guard, Feliciano, obviously, Glinsky, Neal, and they were eating, eating. There was horrible protection. Uh, seven sacks, 12 QB hits on Danny. And when they wanted to send pressure, they sent pressure. And they were even able to sit back with two high safeties. They really mixed in man and zone. Uh, they ran some cover three, but they mostly ran four three. And, you know, that's the thing about Philly. When they wanted to blitz, they will blitz. 70 sacks is there for a reason. They got home, and I'm very worried about that right side of the line, Glowinski and Neal. Neal had an awful game against Philly. I hope that he bounced back. But they were really sending, like, they were sending Hassan Reddick on him. Josh Sweat was usually lined up on Anthony and Andrew Thomas. Um, but Hassan Reddick was eating, eating, and he might eat again against Evan Neal, but, you know, I hope, like, the things that Evan Neal needs to improve on and that he's really weak at is what Hassan Reddick loves to go crazy against. And I think that's going to be a big problem, and I really, and I think we need to get this quick game. You know, we've seen, we've put the offense in Danny's hands. We've seen that since the since the Washington game, since the tie, after the tie. We started putting it into Danny's hands. We've seen this game. And yes, we ran some play action, and we couldn't really get Saquon involved. He had nine rushes, 28 yards. You know, obviously we pulled the starters after a little bit, but what really, you know, the offense was not horrible. I just think the protection was not there. Protection was not there, um, and it really, a lot of key plays, if you go back, go back and watch the film, a lot of these plays that got open, we weren't able to throw. And also, guess what? Hodgins, we didn't trust Hodgins that much. We had Garay out there a lot as well. And now we trust Hodgins. Hodgins is a trustful receiver. And I really think that's going to be a difference maker, having him, Richie James, Slayton out there. Uh, Kenny Galladay for blocking purposes. <laughs> he actually, you know, that was a good block. A little pancake for him. But obviously, Hodgins is going to be big help. Obviously, <clears throat> You got, you know, the the DBs for Philly are not, they're not something to go go easy against. You know, Darius Slay, James Bradbury, arguably two of the best corners in the NFL, and we've we've had Bradbury. Um, so it's going to be a test, but I really think it comes down to this de- to this offense because yeah, the defense you could get stops. You're not going to always get stops, but for this Giants team, we're not going to see last week going down the field almost every drive and scoring. When we do, we need to make sure we take seven points and we don't get three because that's not how you're going to beat this Philly this Philly defense, this Philly team in general. You're going to want, hey, if, if we're going in the red zone, we need to get seven points, and that's going to be the end of that. You know, Danny was 18 for 27, 169 yards. 
touchdown. Okay. Um, Tyrod came in a little bit. Richard James was our leading receiver. Seven receptions, 61 yards. Hodgins had four receptions, 38 yards. Um, You know, you take a look at this 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 game. Yeah, the Giants had 22 points on offense. Not all. It's not bad. Just the 48. Like, the defense didn't even play. Like, I know how I'm saying, oh, we didn't even play that bad. You take a look at the film, and you really didn't. The only things that killed you, that Julian Love, I don't even know what that was. Sorry, Shory J. Love, love you, but I don't even, he tried to hit him or pick it. I don't know, but that miss, like, it was just those those key plays and also the running game. Miles Sanders had 144 yards, two touchdowns. Yes, I know we're not a great run defense. <clears throat> I know that, but hey, you know, you can't like, that's got to be something, you know, obviously 144 yards is crazy. Cut that in half. Okay. I'm fine with that. Our run defense isn't crazy, but we need to, the defense has to get off the field and really starts putting pressure. You know how I like how Wink, Wink did change last week. We, we did a lot of too high. Didn't, didn't show too much pressure. I think the only way, not the only way, but but one of the main reasons we could come away with in this game with a win is if we blitz and send as much pressure physically possible. We got a door Jackson now. That's another thing. We got a door. We got X back. All right. Last last time we didn't have neither of them. That's going to be a huge factor. If we could stop AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, one of them. I, I think they, they're, they're going to put a dory on Devontae Smith, to be honest. Put Fabian Moreau on A.J. Brown. Look, look. yes, A.J. Brown, top five receiver in the league, maybe top ten. No, I don't know about top five, maybe top ten. Justin Jefferson is probably top one in the league right now. And you saw how we had him. Under 50 yards. So, you know, A.J. Brown is not Justin Jefferson. I'll tell you that much. But. Obviously, getting getting some 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 key DB DB help will help this defense, and you know this could be scary. Matchups are coming together. Not too many injuries. We're playing we're playing the house, but it's really just it got out of hand, and our offense could not stop it. The Eagles will go down the field, score quick. We didn't have an answer for them, and you think back, and it's like, wow, that's a while ago. Yes. We change as a team. I'm looking. I'm taking a look back at this, at this tape. Look at it, you know, not just the box score. We're a completely different team than we were. We were much more banged up. We didn't, you know, explore the magical Danny Dimes experience yet. This was just. It was just was just coming. This was just coming. Um, you know, Danny, Danny played good from week from week thirteen on. I think he had the top two passer rating with Joe Burrow since week 13. He's been all good all year. Yes. The first few weeks he was, he was coming off to a rough start, but now more trust, more trust is more beneficial. And yes, we didn't run as much with Saquon last week. We, we wanted to throw, they ran too high and Vikings. Yes. They, their defense, their defense is, is not good at all. No, it is not bottom tier, you know, 
this Eagles, this Eagles defense is going to be a test, but the key is when we do get past that 50-yard line, we're going to need seven. And I believe that we can do it. Um, You know, I think I think we can. It's, it's not out of the question at all. It's just we got our key players back. We're ready to rock and roll. Danny coming off a great, great game. He's feeling himself. The whole team is. Hodgins established himself as a receiver one. We got our two DBs back. We got all of them on the field at once. Hopefully, Aziz is ready. He's good to go, and he's he's ready to play, and I'm sure he will be. You don't want to miss out on this game. But I know I do think that. And, and, and what I'm going to transition to now is two key players that are going to need to show out for us to win this football game and, and it'll give us a better chance to win this football game. And on the offensive star side of the ball, you you know, you you obviously have Daniel Jones. Apart from Daniel Jones, I'm I'm gonna say, you know, Daniel Jones is gonna have to show out anyway. He's your quarterback. He's gonna have to show out. But you know who I'm thinking is we're gonna need a big a big protection. And we're going to need a big protection game. I I think Evan Neal is going to be the key factor because I need him to play good. He's going to be one of the key factors. Can he hold up? Can he hold against his own? I'm not asking him to be an all-pro right tackle, but can he hold against his own? Yes. Son Reddick is a big, bad wolf, and he's a bad man. But I'm going to need him to hold up, and, and this this isn't just – solely on Evan Neal. If Evan Neal doesn't do good, we can't win this game. But I think a lot of design will be how can we put the ball in Daniel Jones' hands? How can we let him cook without having the amount of pressure that's going to be in his face? You can't avoid it, but you maybe you do a few more rollouts. Maybe you do some quick games. I love. I know they love their stick routes. You know, a lot of these long developing plays, you got to take a shot once in a while. But I really do think it comes down to that. I think Danny can cook. I think our receivers can hold their own. I think our receivers, they're not going to get insanely open like how they did against Pat Pete and, you know, all their secondary over there. And Minnesota did not have a crazy D-line. They had a, they had a decent D-line. And, you know, this Eagles defense is different, completely different. And I really think it's got to be him on the defense side of the ball. Dexter Lawrence. A lot of people have been saying it. Yes, Dexter Lawrence, our D-tackle, our Pro Bowl D-tackle, might I add, our All-Pro D-tackle, may, may I add. Against Jason Kelsey, yes, a veteran center who has established himself in the league as All-Pro as well. I don't care. We saw what, what, what he did against Quentin Nelson, one of the best in the league. I think Dexter is going to eat. I think he's going to eat. You know, I could predict that. I think he's going to be great. You know, getting pressure on Jalen Hurts. We don't know how good his shoulder is. Is he 100? Is he 98%? Is he 70%? Like, we don't know. Yes, an extra week helps. But let me tell you, you're throwing a lot on that arm. I don't know. And especially, again, pressure in his face. No quarterback is good under pressure. Yes, you you, you have arguments. But you're making it a lot harder for them to complete passes, go down the reads, you know, make the right read. 
when there's a pressure on him, and I think it st- starts off with Dex. If Dex can get right up the lane, they, he can maybe force Hurts into a Kayvon Thibodeau sack, a Z's or Jamari sack, a, a Leo sack, a Micah McFadden blitz. I don't know. Um, I don't even know if he's – I think he. I think he's going to play. Or, or Jared, you know, but Jalen Smith blitz. You know, who, who knows? Jared, Jared Davis. I don't know. Okay. Um, it just comes down to that. Comes down to that, and I think I think the Giants have a legitimate chance. We are gonna have a preview podcast. This is not a preview podcast. This is just a little hype. I know I threw some stats out there. Bottom line is, as a as a Giants fan, as a football Giants community, you know we're hype. We are hype. And I don't even know what I'll do if we win or when we win. I don't know what I'll do. But just want to come out here. You know, shout out to our our co-host who needs to get back on here. He's been a little absent. Um, You know, we're ready. We are ready. The New York Football Giants are ready. Telling you right now. We're getting this W. We're getting this victory. We're beating our divisional opponent just like we did in 2007. And we'll beat whoever else comes next. San Fran, Dallas, don't matter. Giants to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. And don't forget, follow that Twitter. And we'll be back. We we will be back as as all blue. We'll be back for a preview pod. I will hopefully have my co-host ready to go. He he he's done some arguing on Twitter. Um, he's been uh he's been there. He he's been there. Uh, talking a lot, but see what we could do. Let's go big blue.